Hello and welcome to Taboo Talk, the podcast brought to you by Boots that asks the taboo health and wellness questions so you don't have to. I'm your host, Vogue Williams, and this week we're going to be talking about losing your virginity. The importance of this life milestone is ramped up through pop culture, peer pressure, and all kinds of social connotations. Some people want it to be special, some want to get it over with, while others don't know what all the fuss is about. I'm delighted to be joined today by multi-award-winning comedians Russell Kane and Desiree Birch, both names will be familiar to fans of stand-up and pretty much any popular comedy show on TV or radio. Russell's currently touring the UK and releasing weekly episodes of his podcast Man Baggage, while Desiree was on Taskmaster and is also continuing her role as Too Hot to Handle's hilarious narrator. We're going to be talking about everything virginity related from peer pressure and navigating contraception to the influence of porn nowadays and whether it's possible for the first time to ever be a great experience. It promises to be an eventful ride. See what I did there? (laughs) Before we start, though, a quick note to our listeners. If you're affected by anything you hear in this episode, please do reach out to your GP or visit the Boots Health Hub for support and sexual health advice. Boots also stocks hundreds of sexual health related products in store and online, everything from condoms and lube to sex toys. So you can look after yourself and your partner. Right then, let's go for it. Yes, I am very aware that nearly everything I say sounds like a euphemism in the context of this episode, but what can you do? Okay, Russell. <laughs> this is gonna amazing. Be, this this is, is going to be a really hard so pod great. to do. <laughs> you can't say hard parties. <laughs> it's too baby. It needs to be like, yeah. yeah. Okay, we've never spoken about this, which is kind of funny. It's not something I always bring up with Russell. But, um... <laughs> no, you do shout virgin at me as I walk across the studio. It's not actually related Everyone to the Everyone looks at me like, <laughs> virgin. And then he throws fruit at my head. Sometimes it stings. Oh, it's really funny. We're top quality banter. Okay, virgin. <laughs> Was losing your virginity a big deal? Absolutely huge. I mean, it's, it is for almost... I would hope it is for everyone. I, I think someone who it isn't huge for has probably got issues going on or they've done it or they've done it too young and not understood what it what it means for me it was absolutely huge or they've done it too old and they're like please no one mention this i've been pretending i've done this for a day take us take us exactly (laughs) yeah i suppose it must go past a point where it gets almost impossible to lose your virginia i don't know what that number is i feel like for me though like i was 18 and I, i literally was trying to throw it away but like I was dying to, I was going out with this guy and like I really just wanted to do it because everyone else had done it. So yeah. like, and you're like, Sebastian, yeah. stop watching Brokeback Mountain, please. I'm, I'm over here. He's I'll be over there in a second. Oh, stop, stop disturbing my peace. <laughs> just getting my willy ready. <laughs> God, I'm trying to learn this dance, Vogue. Stop putting me out. <laughs> they were both slagging me because I say willy. <laughs> Joanne hates that too. It must be a comedian thing. You don't like willies. What? It just seems like something you say to a three-year-old when he keeps pulling it out at parties and you have to be like, you what does Joe have? Yeah, next. No, what is she? <laughs> no, next. I'm not allowed to have dirty conversations with Joanne. She, 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 she puts a stop to it. No. But um, with your school and your, your classmates and everything, was it a big deal for them as well? Was- I, I mean, I, don't, I can only come at it from like a working class perspective. So I was in primary school. Um, that's in the UK when you're in school up till you're 11. Yeah. Um, I was very bright, top of the class. What mattered was how good your art was, how good the dance you learn, how good your spelling, maths, all of that. Uh, about age 12, what matters is who's the toughest, yeah. who's lost their virginity, who's got the best trainers. They're the things that become king of, king of the ring. So that became one of the ways of, pardon the pun, standing out from the crowd it is you are in the crew that had lost your V, as, as it was put, you know, lost, lost your V plates. What age, did you, what age did you lose your V plates? Well, I left school without even losing my kiss, Ginity. If we're, if we're not going to... Just like a comedian. If we're not going to count sort of prepubescent... I was, I was the master of the prepubescent fumble. Before 11, I was, you know, the, the genital exposing, show me yours, kiss on the lips. Yes. I was an absolute Panani master up until 11. And then the hormones kicked in and self And you just looked like a mushroom cloud? I, I looked like Shrek donkey. <laughs> donkey from Shrek, basically. I was like, yeah, I want to give myself some pussy. Now, 
<laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> no, the uh, I just a girls weren't interested in me. B, I'm very uh, camp, so there's you know, rumours of me being gay were going around school. Mixed with, I was quite a good friend to girls. I had as many yeah. female friends as male friends, which is great because you're close to the girls. Oh, let's play swap bras, yay! Um, <laughs> but at the same time, you you're always in the friend zone, and it yeah. just never worked out for me. So I didn't even have like a full kiss with tongues. I didn't even have a kit, a snog without tongues before 16 and I, and I left high school. Oh, well, I mean, six, like 16 is not too bad. That's not, that's pretty good. That's and no also, kissing. like, oh. no kissing. You shouldn't. No, but well, still, that's pretty good. I mean, I think everybody here in the UK is, is a little bit like younger. Like, you drink younger. You like, yeah, so all the yeah. other things just happen a little bit younger. Like, I yeah. think that for people who are already sort of active at 16 or whatever in any kind of way, it's kind of like, oh, did you hear so and so kiss so and so? Yeah. And it was like a thing, you know, because it was a little bit more 17, 18. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, 18, 18 for me. But my sister, my first kiss was she locked me in, her and her friend and locked myself and her little brother into my bathroom and that was the first kiss. So I, when I thought maybe I would have been but 16. How old? How old? Slam. This 12. Is I think if it's too early, it almost doesn't count if it's sort of before full puberty. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's almost like sort of pre-sexual fumbling where you don't really understand. Once you've gone past 13, 14, 15, that's when the, the serious game, mating game begins. And I was, I no doubt about it, one of the last. We've also got a problem in the UK with how the academic year starts. I don't know what it's like in the States, but there's oh, literally, yeah, there's you... one day, August the 31st. And if you're born on September the 1st, you're in the, you, in the next you're year. In the next yeah. year. You become the oldest person in the year. So yeah. oh, which is wow. If you're born in August like me, at the end of August. You want to be the oldest. You want to be the oldest. You want to be the oldest. Really? Yeah, because yeah. you've got the most pubes. You're the tallest. You're the best, best in sport. Best sport. Everyone's yeah. like, "What's this old dude doing in our?" <laughs> so it, I'm. I'm not just August. I'm the end of August. I, I think I was actually the youngest in my whole year, not just my class, which meant. When it came to sport, I was the weakest, the slowest. Uh, but you must have been like popular at school. So, like, was it not easy to try? No. And, no. no and did you find like school doesn't work? Then? But you know, working class playing it, go. Do you know what? I could punch a shit shit out. Joe, you know I could punch crap out of him. But his wit and his yeah. charisma. <laughs> I almost don't want to hit him anymore. Do you, Gary? No, no, I'll see what you mean. I've taken his whole personality into account. Let's leave him alone. Just kidding. Smack. I was not cool or popular, but I was just kept myself out of the tier of, you know, the ones that play chess and smelt of wee? Yeah. I just kept myself away from those. Just a, just about. purely a working class thing because everything else you described, you could have been the rooster in the hen house if you were the one yeah. who was a little bit camp but wasn't actually a gay. That great. guy Mate. was... Uh, was the hottest guy in my theater class in high school. And he slept with everybody he yeah, felt yeah. like. And he did makeup for all the shows. Oh, and he oh. was as straight was, as the day was long. He knew what the hell he was doing. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and, and so and when I got to uni, that's what happened. I was but the camp. Camp straight guy. Is he gay? I don't know. Come back yeah, to no, mine. Let's, find out. let's do vodka back at mine. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> Suck me off. Oh, I'm so confused. Did you convert me? Maybe. Next. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> Um, so it it was you know I didn't uh, no action at all none at all so like did you not feel real pressure in school yes. to try and get some action not at school it was a lost cause it so was at like, 16 it was like, it was like a pepperoni yes. walking up to Schwarzenegger and going I'm going to outlift you <laughs> I, did, I just knew it wasn't going to happen ever I didn't I, and also you don't hear boys say this very often I, I don't think I was ready. I wasn't pursuing it. I wasn't trying to get laid and You're being rebuffed. On your studies. Yeah. It wasn't even that. I just, <laughs> I was very, I don't know, I liked my I computer think, games and, and, yeah. and Dungeons and Dragons that I was playing in secret, obviously, because I wanted to, <laughs> to live. Uh, and I like being friends with the girls, like making them laugh. I think there's one occasion where I, I tried to snog one of the popular girls who was my friend because we'd been experimenting with alcohol. Yeah. But other than that, I've got no memory of going, oh, if only I could lose my virginity. I just knew that that's what the popular kids did. Yeah. I'll never have that. Like, a, I'll never be a royal. I'll never be a prince or a king. And I just accepted it. So there was people doing it at your age at school. Are you joking? There were people pregnant at 15 and 16 uh, on my estate. Yeah, of course yeah. there were. Mm. All day long. Okay. As soon as I got out of that effing school where yeah. I was just a, a loser, nobody uh, that nobody knew. I mean, on the last day of school. I literally can't imagine you in being the, like In that. the UK, everyone signs your shirt on the yeah, last day of school. Yeah. 
and I binned mine. As soon as I got home, I was like, I don't want to think about this place. I wasn't bullied. I didn't have a negative experience. I didn't have an eating disorder. It was just a grey yeah. gray five years that was a waste of my freaking time on, on every <laughs> yeah. level. Yeah. And I knew I had a brain and I knew to use it, I was going to need to work on my own. And the closer you get to uni, which is easier said than done, um, the, the better off I'd be. But that summer when we started going to getting ready for college and I realised it's time it's time to find out what it's like to lay with a woman and um, <laughs> this, to lay with a woman this got this got around am I talking too much no this got this got around and so my mate Dan who was the oldest in the year still my best friend to this day we met at swimming when we were eight but Dan was born in September so he was doing everything first <clears throat> he was um, seeing a posh girl now we were brought up to think that posh girls did everything and so and Dan was living that he was seeing this posh girl and, and sex was a healthy thing and the other thing is the well girls from better backgrounds are more empowered to speak about contraception mm-hmm. so girls from around my way were getting pregnant because they didn't have loud enough voices whereas you go date middle class go, excuse me you'll be wearing a condom or there'll be no hanky panky from you young man yeah. slip that on and we'll get right down to it <laughs> you know she just said what she wanted and they were having like yeah. a mature fulfilled sex life at 16 and one of her friends found out about me a picture was shown and she this this just before the internet was fast enough and she sent me a letter which i opened in front of all my friends from this girl I should probably change her name. It's called a set, uh, Sue, even though that was a name. I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't think of a better one. And, so. uh, it's just it's just because of the way the letter. He tried finished. to and say Sarah. Thing, yeah, so I, I've, seen, I've seen your pictures. And I find you really attractive. Uh, just to let you know, when you come to the, there's going to be a house party. I'm going to take your virginity. This is the night it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's on love. Shagger Sue, and she put. Her name, I, don't forget, I don't know why her name was in a triangle. I think it was supposed to represent that. Her name was in a like a triangle. Shagger Sue, and how could I mess that up? But I still did mess that up. I did, did not you? lose my virginity that night. What how? did you do? That that did you unreal, get too drunk and not, or did you just? It, not show it was up? the last month of me. It's it's so bad that men feel like they can't use this language, feeling like I wasn't. Ready. Yeah. yeah. And as a boy, obviously, you're not allowed to say that. You're, yeah. That makes yeah. you weak or whatever. And not just still I, a boy. I didn't have that. I didn't have that that wording at the time. We all went, the three of us, and I'd never tried a condom on before. Oh, um, God, you wouldn't even think about that for a so, guy. Like, so he would have to do that. Yeah. We stopped at West Ryslip Tube Station and bought some condoms, <laughs> and we went into the toilet. <laughs> And we were trying condoms all night the just in the fitting room. I kind of love that. My friend Daniel Stone's over the top going, condom! <laughs> we are trying to do it. Oh and we got God. to the party and I just couldn't. This girl had done enough, right? Yeah. Shag her too. Yeah. yeah. She, she, but she wouldn't at the party walk over to me. She's like, he's got to come over to me yeah. and sit with he's me. Do yeah. I've sent a letter saying, please shag me. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just could not get the courage to, to walk, walk across that room and spit oh, either for whatever reason. Uh, and then I kept drinking and drinking and, of course, the inevitable yep. happened. Yeah. I then yeah. got sick and I ended up crying and throwing up. My mate Martin, you know, <laughs> ploughed her like a medieval oh, yeoman. No! <laughs> <laughs> ploughed her like a medieval yeoman. Yeah. <laughs> so you let that one go. <laughs> that, that was the near miss, yeah. But it was another one of her friends at another one of the events where the eyes locked and... This time I was just so you went over and kissed, and her. it was a random though. It was a it was a girl that was at an event that I'd heard was pretty, and um, you heard she was so you, from her friends. I'd never oh. I'd seen I hadn't seen a picture of this girl. Was, oh my friend, my, my friend uh, Rosemary, she's going to be there. She's single. She's really pretty. Is that one of those? Yeah. And they were like, "That's her over there." And we looked at each other through the glass. And it was like, "No, no, 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 We were sixteen, and my mate oh. Wayne took me aside. He went, "Not tonight, mate." He went, "Until you're ready." And then I just walked straight over to her, and then it was. A, snog and then it was like it was so pathetic on the car on the way home I was not, I was not the designated driver obviously I like cried with happiness <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe I kissed I'm a real life boy I couldn't believe I kissed a girl and but like, that was the girl I eventually maybe a month later lost my virginity to oh so you didn't that night okay of course not you said you didn't know how to use a condom and I find that's like that's really sweet that like you, you literally the thing with the banana in your class no, no I never did that no we're no. not do no. they do that now it's like there's like a sex ed day where someone's oh like oh my god okay. I don't think I've ever put a condom on anyone ever in my whole life Jesus. Yeah. that's See, why you're we're like, that's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm pregnant <laughs> again. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> but yours is like yours was obviously so planned. So then with her a month later, did you like plan a really nice? Uh, it was. I wouldn't say it was as planned as that. It was just we. It was instant love from the first like teenage sixteen. I call it Ebola love. That type <laughs> yeah. of love that's unpleasant. Like you, you like you're getting a virus. Like <laughs> like you feels like it could kill you. Like something dangerous is happening to you. It's scary the first time you fall in love if you if you're very young. Because you just can't handle it. Yeah. You know, even just, she was in one town. It's only an hour away. But it might as well have been another universe. And in the week, I felt like I was having nails put through my hands waiting to see her. Um, so we experiment. We were both virgins. So it's blind leading handy. the blind. Yeah. But thank God for porn. Because the reality is, without <laughs> pornography... It says only men. <laughs> no, but, that, but thank God, the girls should be thankful too, because for that type of porn, when it was not saturated... When it did involve choking. <laughs> yeah, in the good old days. And also, not too much of it. Now it's on your phone, it's on your yeah, iPad, it's yeah, on your laptop, yeah, yeah. you're 14. Whereas... If it were were it not for what I call just regular straight porn, I wouldn't have known where the bits were, what to do, where to stick it, because I certainly wasn't taught it at school. So um, I went in like a, I sort of read the whole Haynes manual. This girl actually said to me, it's not funny, really. It's not funny. <laughs> She's she, going to say it anyway. She said to me, where is my cleratus? Yeah. And she couldn't even pronounce it. She asked me. She said, where is my clip? And I'd say, oh, it's not pronounced like that. This is what it is. And, and that's where it is. And she went, yeah, yeah, show it is. Oh. Uh, so, so you were actually going not, there with a goal. Like it wasn't just like, for me, it was literally like just bam, 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 get it out of the no, way. We were in love. Oh my God. And, and, and we were also, like trying to turn each other on. My, I don't know if it's because I'm insecure and egomaniac or give a shit it's, or a combination of all the three, but it, I can't enjoy uh, shagging in, in like a mechanical I'm alright type way yeah. not because I'm this amazing person it probably means I'm an egomaniac and have to have her going you're wonderful probably means that the end result is I'm not a sort of you know two two pumps and a squirt leave the room <laughs> type guy just purely I just I, I, I was too insecure to be like that I needed to know even at that age you yeah. were still like you planned wow and I had to know so porn has got a negative but were it not for porn we would have been like too kids from the 19th century that might could have gone horribly wrong, you know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing is, porn, there is a vacuum that porn is filling, and unfortunately yeah. nothing else is filling that vacuum from the sound of things. Like, you know, <laughs> we need more information out there, like it shouldn't necessarily, just because that's where I got my sex education from. You know, yeah. I think my mom said, wear a prophylactic or something when I was like 30, and I was like, been there, done that, mom. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, now is not the time. Yeah, but like, the time before, there was just pornography and a lot of nothing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that if we want things to change, we need to, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just better porn, unfortunately, because maybe parents are always going to be too awkward. Like, you know, taught, it should be taught in school. Were you not taught in school? I mean, we were, but it was, you know, like there's, it's all the stuff that nobody wants to know about, you know, like you, you learn about like, okay, you know, uh, periods and the boys over here watching their video about their penis or whatever the heck. And then, you know, and they kind of layer it in because that maybe came in around fourth, fifth grade of like, this is, you're going to bleed one day. It's like the girls went into one room, the boys went into another. But then like every year they'd kind of add one on and then... What age is fifth grade? Oh, sorry. That would be like 10? Yeah, nothing at 10. You know, because I think they were like, girls are going to start bleeding soon and boys are going to have wet dreams. nothing before you start bleeding as far as I know in this country. As far as I understand understand the law of this country, it is beyond 11 except in Scotland where the school can choose to teach it earlier. And every time it is raised in Parliament that we need sex education at primary school, which is where I believe it should be taught, in terms where my daughter should be being taught the facts of life. She's six. She's asking. When a, when a, a pregnant woman walks past like you, she points at the belly and says, "Where? Where does how does that baby get?" Theodore happen? asked that me that this morning. I didn't know enough. what to say. They're yeah. old enough to know. He's three, though. What would you tell a three-year-old? He what, said, exactly well, "How is my, the baby getting out?" I told and I'm my like, three-year-old daughter, "How's it painful?" My three-year-old daughter, my daughter was three when she asked. <laughs> did you? And what I did said, you the tell man her? Has, the man has a seed. The woman has an egg. They join them together. And yeah, but how does the baby come out? That's what Theodore asked me today. He's three. And then you showed the face of aliens, and there's like, the only bit I lied on was when she said, "How much does it hurt?" I explained where the baby was born from and I said your body has an amazing ability when you're an older woman for it to for it to stretch they have medicine to help with that and that's how the baby comes out and a three-year-old yeah. goes all oh, right and then goes back to the yeah, Lego blocks yeah, yeah that's yeah. why you should teach it at primary 
when yeah. it's not got all the hor- the hormones and but the embarrassment. Kids are getting, yeah. girls are getting their periods so young now yes. as well that yes. it's kind of frightening that they wouldn't know what know that what kind to of do, is. and they've got it, and they've just got to freak out about yeah. it. And also, you're only learning from other students, which means you're only getting stupid, bass backwards information yeah. about yeah. all of it. Or practical yeah. lessons behind the bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fortunately, yeah. But did you not go in doing all the other stuff first? Like I remember, like the, the, like before you'd lose your virginity, boys, like they'd start going up your top, and I'd be like, they're literally going to get to my head because I have no. Boobs. Like they're just gonna keep going. There's gonna be one really yeah. massive boob. That's my face. <laughs> I'd be like, please God, don't let it happen. Your nipple feels like a nose. <laughs> so hot. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's hairy as well. I like that. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> but that was literally all the stuff that we were doing first, and yeah. then like it wasn't. So, I, I, the guy I was with was twenty seven, and I was eighteen, and like I, I, he you were knew. that girl. Were you yeah. the girl in high school? It's like, oh, she's dating like a grown man, and like I she get picked up. I remember there was this girl in my high school who was dating like a twenty seven year old. Which until you're thirty, you're like, you're like, well, that was fucking crazy. Sorry. I know, <laughs> I know. Picking me up in my school uniform, yes. like what? Yes, <laughs> in a car, like whizzing you off, and you, were all your friends. Like, did they tell you after you left? They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe whatever. And I was like, slut, slut, total slut. But I suppose but that was good for me because he kind of took the lead because yeah, I, 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 I don't know well, if I would have. bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, does that sound really bad? No, no, no. Yeah, it's not uncommon. There's just like you you were the hot girl in your high school. Congratulations. But also <laughs> looking back on it, you're like, that's batshit insane. What was that guy doing at 27 being like, she's 18. This is totally cool. <laughs> like, do you look at that guy going like, oh, Oh, yeah, he was a total social uh, misfit, actually, if I think back on it. Or was he, like, fine? No, he's actually quite fine. And I'd still, like, know him from now. Oh, you're still mates. <laughs> still, not mates, but we live in the same area and I still kind of know him. 17's a weird age because I think, like, by 18, most 18-year-olds know the world. And some 16-year-olds yeah. are like babies. Um, it's really weird how much you change in those two years. And 17's a weird age. I remember when Harry Styles was dating uh, yes. Caroline Black, who's a friend of mine, and it was the other way around, and she got so much stick. But, you know, he, he was a, a grown lad. Yeah. He's a 17-year-old. He could fight for his country, more or less. He yeah. knew what he was doing. So I didn't I didn't have not have an issue with it. Um, and when it's people have more of an issue with it when it's the other way around, right. meaning yeah. we're still treating women like these delicate flowers that need to be protected but at the end of the day a woman at 17 years old is a does have her own legal faculties recognised in law but like my friends were like one of them was 14 and like I just wasn't there yet at 14 but it's not 14 it shouldn't be happening at 14 there's Mm. medical evidence that it's it's bad for you at 14 it increases cervical cancer risk there's there's so many reasons someone shouldn't be sexually active at at 14 16 it feels about right to me yeah like 14 yeah I I feel like I was still a bit like I now in fairness I had a doll at 11 so it's a big shift as as you were saying (laughs) Desiree you uh, narrate Too Hot to Handle yes which is you show and basically you build relationships before you have sex. That's what you're meant to do. Yes, that that is the challenge for all of these uh, contestants. Yeah. Is that what you believe in? That you try and build a relationship with somebody before you have sex with them? Well, look, <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I believe in in uh, various different kinds of pairings. You know, honestly, yeah. I think that it is if you want to be with someone long term, then yes, build a relationship before you have sex. If you have sex too early, unfortunately, uh, that just it kind of tanks it. It really does. And I yeah. wish that I could uh, say otherwise. But like, unless you know, like, look, I'm only interested in this thing with this person. Then yeah, it is better to build a relationship first because yeah. you would want to know more of them and want them to know more of you and to come to that with a little bit more like, you know, deference and caring and awkwardness and not just sort of bravado and presentation, which is the kind of sex you get on one night stands a little bit more because everyone's just like, oh, this is exciting and I'm going to be this and, you know, and and I'm going to be... You know, yeah, and yeah. all of yeah. that stuff, which is which is fun as well. But like you definitely need to know what you're getting into beforehand. So I think especially for the people who come onto that show who are accustomed because they're well, gorgeous. And that's yeah. the thing, because that they were given an immense power in the culture that we live in to be a 10, you know, and to be able to walk into the room and ever be like, you, I'm going to have sex with you, you know, and like to ha- like if any of us woke up tomorrow, like, you know, 20 years old and just like, you know. 
like we would be stupid. I'm having a, I'm having a go. You know, <laughs> we would be stupid with that power. And so I understand why they have been, but they, I don't think it's truly like they still are children with these fragile hearts inside of them that they've pretended don't exist. Cause like when you get halfway through the season, they're always like, uh, my boyfriend cheated on me and I never trusted anyone again. And it's like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, that's going to happen so many more times in your life. How old are you? No. <laughs> when when you are they going to make one of these programs with people in their 40s? That's it would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's I know. what I would love to see on the show. I would love to see them introduce one person, like but just like still a filthy. man and a woman who were just like, like late 30s. And just but they're still filthy AF. Yes. But they're in their late 30s. Yeah. Then you'll yeah. see the kind of shaking we need to see on television. Yeah. But also it'd be hard to convince a 30, you, like it, it's someone who's 39 is either going to be like, I came for the cash or they're going to be like, I'm going to have sex with whoever I want. Nobody's stopping me. And yeah. I don't care about your rules. So you need a certain concentration. I think of we like, just formatted a new show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shag on the first date. <laughs> narrated by Desiree. Yes, exactly. Oh, and here we go again. <laughs> I think, I think the idea of building relationship before you have sex with somebody is nice, but also, like, do either of you regret a one night stand? Not really, because it's it's experimenting it's, and it's yeah, getting out there. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, even if you're like, well, that didn't end so bad. Yeah, that was you're crap. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> then you're like, oh, I can avoid this, this, and this yeah. the next time. You know, it is an experiment. It's, it's yeah. a different. You could almost argue there's two types of virginity. There's you using your virginity when you're in love with something. They don't have to. It doesn't matter yeah. which order they come in. Yes, yeah. yes. There's, your, there's your love yeah. sex virginity where you're in love with someone, have sex with. Them. That is a different. That is very way. different. It's yes. a first. So that even if me, you've had ten one night stands. Yeah. That is still a first. I had that first. Very first. And I and had a, that way more recently in my life than I care yeah. to admit. And nearly to be 20 honest. years later, I had the, yeah. the the second one when I was when I was like 33, 34. I had the, I had the it's gonna the be sex tonight. Like, we've, we've, we've only just met. <laughs> she she was that way too, so it was all good. Yeah. And it yeah. was a completely different experience. Yeah. I wouldn't say uh, as amazing as it was. <laughs> That's not it's necessarily not, it's just you not a, it's you Well, just you're a romantic. It's hard. Yeah, so what I'm saying is to romantic. set off the Bellagio fountains full, full pelt. Yeah. You've got to know each other's bodies a bit. It's yeah. hard and to also, do. True. It means more when you're like, I love you, you know, like, yeah. and there's an explosion of that as well as the orgasm. Of but just even, like, if, even if you don't, oh my God. you need two or three you know? dates to learn the mechanics of someone's body. Unless you, sure. unless you hit lucky on the first yeah, yeah. yeah but it's great when you're like, oh my god, like every part of you, like body, soul, this, yeah. that, yeah. and like you know, we're just here to be as close as possible. Like that feeling is you want to make each other yeah. feel good. Whereas on a one night stand, you're kind of looking at you're like, one, let me get Sometimes you get lucky on one night stand. It's all there. It's like you've gone into a movie and come out again. You're like, what the hell? Was yeah, that? I mean, you get up seeing that person again. Yeah. yeah, when you're like, what was that phone number? Oh, it's never happening again. You have to understand that was like a one and done thing. But just where you're like, wow, I. I really met that person. <laughs> like, for real. Kind of, It's kind of crazy how quickly it changed. But yeah. you know, you're American, obviously. Yeah. How was your first time? Like, what age were you? I was uh, much later. I was what I considered to be way too old, but what is perfectly normal for anybody who is like um, a millennial or younger now because yeah. they, they're just not having sex. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was... Um, or drinking. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to do anything when your entire life is online. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah, you actually yeah. have to be with other people to have sex it's or like, to, you what, know... What is a night in light with them? Oh, I've had so much avocado. I'm <laughs> yeah. so high on healthy fats. I need to lay down, man. <laughs> Some kombucha. I would masturbate even scrolling, that's wrong. scrolling, scrolling, which <laughs> kills your desire for pretty much anything, especially yeah. because I would imagine that so many of them just think that they have to be like way hotter to have sex because all they're doing is looking at yep. Instagram, which yeah, is full so of like true. women who look like anime. So like I think that the the sort of diffidence that comes with being like no one's going to want me. I'm projecting a lot here because that was my sort of uh, positioning. I was 22 when I had sex, oh, that's and then cool. yeah, which is like fine, but I was I was freaking out. I was like, someone take this flipping virginity already, <laughs> ah, like just throw it in the street. You know, I made it through high school. I'd made it through college, you know, and and was it yeah. a secret? Did everyone know you had your virginity intact, or was it like a sort of a secret? It was. A, I was. It wasn't a thing that I shared with people at all. So yeah. I think so it like, was that makes it heavier secret. though if you're yes. carrying it on your own, like a yeah. dirty secret, type yeah, thing, or a clean like, secret. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The cleanest dirty secret anybody <laughs> yeah. ever has. Yeah. So, no um, I was just like, uh, you know, I and I think it was. 
you know, I, I often go like, oh, I was raised super Christian or whatever. But like that wasn't really it. It was just that I was a fat kid who didn't have a lot of self-esteem or like, yeah. you know, sense of confidence about my body. And so I didn't like in high school, no one was going to do that because it was just sort of social suicide. You know, like there's yeah. a very clear ranking system. Ask anybody who was a nerd, ask anybody who's fat and they know exactly what the ranking system is because we all have to live by it. Then you get to college it and things. It was a wanking system. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you will remain ranking. Okay, good day. I had forearms like Popeyes on the time. <laughs> Just like, what's the, what is the I e couldn't even complete like, my final exam. That's why I got a low grade. It wasn't my insight. I could no longer. Just blood all over the Scantron. And you're like, ah, oh, so heavy. Um, but, you know, and then I went to university. And so it's like, okay, that's when it's going to happen. But I went to Yale. So, like, nobody, it was still Whoa. a bunch of nerds. You went to Yale. Yeah, I did. But Are you like, super clever there? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I guess. But, like, you were the nerd. Nerd. Yes, exactly. So I was with other nerds. You'd you were think a that Yale, would help. but no one could unlock you. Uh-huh. <laughs> crank, crank. Yes, I was. Help me, I'm in Yale. <laughs> Free me. Um, and so, so it was so interesting because, like, I, at school they would have things like naked parties, you know. And so it's like all these oh, nerds would stop. show up and like be smoking fags out of the window. I remember. Well, specific- you, hold on a second. You mean everyone was nude at the party? Yes. Yeah. Just why? That was like a thing. I because, couldn't do that. Because because when you lived your life from the neck up. You can walk into a room and be naked with a bunch of other people, and no one is trying to get off with the other person. Maybe at like two, three o'clock, people are starting to like go away together. Maybe. Are you telling me there were no? I would just been full full canter within a second. (laughs) (laughs) They never looked over and somebody had like you know a woman's legs in the air and just going for it like that. If there were nude females there and I was sixteen, I would have gone off like a stamped on icing bag. (laughs) Yeah, but I I feel like that's part of the point. (laughs) But I feel like. That's Did part you just of it. It's wonder? Like, oh, we're so intellectual, and we're just going to sit here and talk and completely ignore oh, yeah. the fact that I'm we're not listening. Yeah. I'm intellectual. Shut up. <laughs> so yeah, I managed to make it through a society with naked parties, Whoa. plenty of streaking, whatever, and still not lose it. How so can I'm you not lose it? Because uh, the the um the, well, particularly, I think the numbers don't help because at Yale is considered the gay Ivy as well. So most of the guys that I was falling in love with were like, oh, not not me either. Yeah. Oh, also not me. I was in theater, and so anyway, so. Um, Really reduced your odds. Yeah, I really, I was like, where can I go to be the safest and still feel so desperate? Like, why isn't this happening? It's like you've walked into the middle of like, a gay bar and you're like, someone take me. And they're like, oh, a church naked. girl? Like, what do you want? Um, so, yeah, I had made it through, you know, high school, university. And so I got to New York and I was like, OK, I got to figure this out. So um, although the first time it happened, it was definitely I didn't see it coming. Like, I'm the worst at knowing if somebody's into me and then if I do knowing what the hell to do with that I'm always better being like oh you don't love me okay great I know what to do with that like yeah. you love you I love you we can work with this so um Wait, sorry to pro- but what does that come from ch- childhood yeah, or something yeah yeah I'm just all just different kinds of fucked <laughs> sorry <laughs> don't put that out there I mean do put that out there but believe it um yeah so I think it's just uh yeah I think I didn't necessarily have a great like I don't know what the state of your your parents marital relationship was like I had parents who just didn't like each other you know the reason they were together is because some at some point when they were dating I came into the picture which I only realized in my 20s before that I was just like you guys hate each other like what is going on yeah. so I think you don't don't, you that's what you see and so you're just sort of like trying to you know th- that whole transference thing of like trying to find someone who like kind of l- likes you but kind of can't stand you yeah. and you're trying to like make them want you more and like yeah. the act of trying to do that feels like what love is supposed to be because that's what you've seen right yeah. so um yeah i um this would have been I went to like a theater like it was like a there was this theater that I've been working with uh, just out of school because um, I was doing solo performance and all kinds of like, you know, device theater stuff. And um, there was this theater Dixon place that's sort of downtown. Very cool. Very queer. Um, and I'd been volunteering for them because like they put on a solo piece of mine and like, you know, there was this party afterwards. Lots of people, another girl who's there volunteering, whatever. And then she kind of was like still hanging out and like dancing with me. And I was like, OK, you're really cool. Fun. Yay. Whatever. 
you know? And then she's like, oh, let's go get a drink. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I didn't clock that she wanted to go home with me. I was just like, yeah. okay. And like, at some point, we'd had enough drinks or whatever. And then she's like, then she just like, like, I just feel like, because she was like short too. Like, I'm almost six feet. And yeah. she's like, was like five two. And I just felt like she like launched through <laughs> the air at my face. And I was like, oh, like it took her like landing one on me to be like, this is what's happening. Yeah. And at that point, I was just like, cool. You know, like I was just so excited that things were happening. I was like, yeah. great, let's go. And also, I think a lot of young women have um, sort of sexual experimentation with girls that they don't necessarily think counts, you know, where it's yeah. kind of like all kinds of like, oh, we're all like sort of making out or we're like touching each other at a slumber party or like yeah. different things that are all sort of um, safer ways to experiment with that kind of stuff when you're friends with somebody. And so um, it didn't strike me as particularly odd. I was just kind of like, oh, cool. Like this thing that I've sort of done before is actually going a lot further. Um, so it was hilarious because I was living with a friend at the time. Like I, you know, you go to Yale, you graduate with rich friends, which is great because you can't afford to do a damn thing. So I was staying with like, you know, a rich friend of mine. I went back to her loft and fortunately she had a boyfriend and wasn't there. So I was in this huge Chelsea loft alone yes. with this super cute girl who was into me. And I was like, this is really awesome, you know? And that's the great thing is because I lost my virginity with a guy a year later and he you don't yeah. realize when you're going like, oh, like it was fun, but it technically doesn't count because, you know, especially in society before we define sex around, is there a man yeah. involved? Did he put something in you? And, you know, did he come? And it's all centered around him. And then it's sex if that happened. Right. Yeah. So, you know, her sticking all of her little cute painted fingers inside of me maybe <laughs> didn't mean as much to me as it should have until I had sex with a dude a year later. And I was like, this this is this makes it official for some reason, even though I felt more with her. You like double I lost. Him. Yeah, yeah. Well I, know, well, I know which of the two videos I'd download. It was the detail of the nails that did it. <laughs> Put it this way, yes. I'm glad we're not at an intellectual naked party yes, right exactly now. Yes, exactly right now, because that icing is all over the floor. People are slipping. So cool. But it, cool is, it's re- it is really interesting, though, to think about it like that, like because like you lost your virginity with a girl, but it didn't feel like you lost your virginity, and then you felt like you lost your virginity when you lost it with a man. Yes, because I felt like right. I, okay, in the eyes of the world, yeah. I, no one can say I haven't lost my virginity, even though he kind of put his penis in me, yeah. and I was like, okay, this is it, you know, like, and not in a way to degrade him but like you're so in your head when it's happening that it's not like I mean I don't think that I got off I don't know that he would have known how to get me off at that point because we were on our like second okay cupid date or whatever you know like (laughs) and also like I was just like okay great check like it happened great I'm done you know so it was it was so like um yeah it's just interesting and also for him well, what I, happened with him? You met him so on a dating I mean, yeah, site. Yeah, we were, yeah. We, it was, oh, yes. So we met on a dating site, and, um, like, part of, we'd gone on at least one date, and one or two, and then, like, we met up for coffee, and then we went on a date, and then he was asking me about my sexual history, and so he was a bit intimidated that I was a virgin still, but I was like, he's like, but you've had sex with a girl, and so, like, I think that also intrigued him, because he might not have actually, you know, a lot of guys are like, I don't want to deal with a virgin, you know what I mean? But he was kind of like, oh, but you've had sex with a girl, so it was kind of like, his sort of, like, pornographic lust outweighed his sort of like, I don't want to be some girls first. I want to judge him, but it sounds reasonable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that tracks, that tracks, yeah. yeah. So, um, and so that was a gr- great story too, because we, um, this would have been the year that movie Secretary came out. Have you seen that? Is that too, uh, that's an old one. That's like, It was like um, Maggie Gyllenhaal oh, is in yes. it, James Spader, and it's yes. all like very fetishy. Yes. And I remember. Oh, I we, love that film. Right, it was a great film, right? But we saw that in the theater, and I remember going to the bathroom after the thing, and I was like, we don't look. <laughs> <laughs> please like, tell, please like, tell me you use that voice. Yeah, yeah, suddenly, my inner eyes like another drink? Out. One thing. We're going to fall. I'd be like, taxi. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, but like, it just, it was, it was like, oh, this is happening. Like, we're clearly both turned on and tonight's the night. And so that was, that was fun more about the story and the lead up to it, you know? Because yeah. like, by the time you're there, you know, like, yeah, it's fine, but like the first time is never it's momentous in its passing, not in yeah. in the act of its occurrence. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, we did it. Like, I don't know, maybe the first time was like Well, beautiful, Russell's was amazing. Know? Mine was, was just like wham bam, thank you, man. Yeah. We were in 
yeah. we were in love. We were in love from the first kiss. So we didn't have to wait till, you know, it was just a case of That's when amazing. you're 16, it's finding a venue because you've got to wait yes. till everyone's yeah. out. Yes. Um, <laughs> so that, that was the only reason it was delayed. But it's interesting that neither one of us had any sort of gateway drug stories, no sort of breast feeling hand touching, snogging. It, it was from nothing to yes. full canter. Yeah. Wow. Well, Both I think when you have that sort of desperation of like, this needs to happen, like you felt that at 16. I really felt that at yeah, 22. Man. It's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just stop with the pleasantries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smooch, smooch, smooch. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. F me. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah, that's kind of what mine was more like. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say there was any explosions of anything during yeah. that time. Any romance, any uh, <laughs> uh, gentle laying down. <laughs> I was just able to bet it. I don't know if it, I think I just caught the end of that first type of idealist feminism just before like, it became fashionable, become lads again and not give a shit. So in the, in the UK, the, the, the good bit, bit of the first lot of feminism continued like way into the 90s. And then in the 90s, it changed to, yeah, but football, <laughs> tits out, came back for about 10 years. <clears throat> so I had that slightly old school notion that if a woman's pleasure is not at, at the core of it, then you're sort of a misogynist, rapist pig. That's what, that's what I'd been taught. That's what I was being wow. taught at uni. That's, wow. what the, that's what the vibe... Well, that's I think that the, we should teach men that name. Yeah, yeah like, constantly, yeah, like, because it's, it's, nobody yeah. I was with ever thought that. They were just kind of like, and I came, yeah. yes, I came. Well, that's, <laughs> but, that, so but that's the group of friends. We were all nerds. So that, that was it. Oh, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> so I had... It's, this is another embarrassing problem that men don't talk about. So we're not talking about erectile dysfunction, and we're not talking about premature ejaculation we're talking about men that can't get off so full boner shagging no problem but can't orgasm yeah this happens to some it men does. yeah and yeah. when it happens to a man do you know what happens uh, it's i tell you what blue balls I, te- blue balls I tell you what girls don't take it as well as guys do if a yeah. girl goes i'm sorry i just can't climb it she's just got to respect that and not make it all about you and and when you say that to a girl she cries. Yeah, because she thinks it's her fault because we think everything that goes wrong in sex yeah. is somehow yeah. our fault. But it, you our can't fake it as a guy. To be hot a guy. enough or to be something enough. You, you need know? a lot of props to fake it as a guy. You yes. got, you got yes. heat. <laughs> you got to heat yogurt up in a water pistol. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! You got to get oh. a friend to stamp on that. Hit the ceiling. Don't turn around. Look at that. Oh, wow. it looks like strawberry onco. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like please don't, please so, don't yogurt inside. So we me. were. It, but the good thing was, I think. He, she didn't feel as pressured, even though she knew that's what I wanted her to to be able to experience. She'd never orgasm, not through masturbation, yeah. not through anything. She yeah. didn't know what oh, it was. Wow. I had to te- that, basically explain to this girl that women could experience that just like boys can. Yeah. We, um, so we both could feel stuff building. Obviously, I knew it was possible. It was just during sex I couldn't do it. Any other type of uh, stimulation, sure. absolutely fine. Yeah. I don't, whatever it was, I had a block on it. So Probably because you're worried about her finding yeah. a chlamaris or okay, yeah, chlamatus. <laughs> yeah. uh, but <laughs> once we both let go of that, I think within, obviously with very quickly within me, I was able to get there. And I think within a month, she have had a literally her first, I was there for her first wow. ever orgasm. There's something interesting about you you were being a professional dominatrix when oh you were God, still a virgin one of those things. I knew this yes, yeah, I, yeah. Lo- I read that I was like that is you amazing you were a virgin when you were a yes, dominatrix yes, you were a virgin was. dominatrix I was a virgin dominatrix yes you know which is what every client wants <laughs> That's like right. bring me the virgin the one who does sweet FA about what to do in this situation bring her in yeah 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 no I mean obviously none of them knew that uh, but yes um, uh, you know nobody asks they're like so have you ever done anything before they're just like uh, you're hired um, yeah. you got a face you want to do it you know what it is great you're hired <laughs> um so so yes that was an interesting uh choice on my part but it's one of those like um people are like why and it's just like i mean why does anybody do anything there's always like eight thousand reasons and none at all you know it was like you know because i wanted to say i'd done it because it seemed yeah. like a badass thing to be able to do so what like you know? tell me about it it's i mean why i mean what do you want to know How's everyone the, thinks they want to know about it, it until se- i tell them and they're like oh no i didn't but is, know it, that. is it sexual <laughs> is there a sexual component or is it just like a role play thing. It's, it is just, so yeah so uh, being a pro dom like there isn't any intercourse it's you're he's wanking at the end so that's the thing but there isn't like I'm well, not wanking every day at. finishes for <laughs> pretty <me>. much pretty <laughs> much right <laughs> yeah, where you're yeah. like so so yeah so yes basically at some point I was like I 
I've seen a lot of guys beat off at this point. But like, wow. you know, it was still to me, it was just like a science experiment. Like it was yeah. just, you know, like you're going like, huh, that seems to get him off. Like I've been told through sort of society, through film and media, through pornography, what is attractive, what guys are into. But then you get out in the real world and you're like, some of that stuff isn't like nobody said this thing about feet or like someone beating your ass or like standing on this guy or, you know, humiliating oh, him. I, I just think if I did something like that for long enough, it would give me a skewed perception of what yep. women want because you're only seeing <laughs> yep. one type of man. I'm yep. guessing yeah. it must yeah. be quite yeah. a small minority of men. Or, or did you, did, yeah. like, Does any of that like transfer to like a normal relationship that you might I have? I mean, you're like, would you so, like me to stamp on your balls? Oh, sorry, old habits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but new balls. <laughs> sorry about that, old balls. Um, no, I think that you're only seeing men through a certain lens at a certain sliver of their lives. You know, when they've been like, I need to pay someone to do this because I wouldn't dare ask a woman that I loved to do this to me because I would be afraid that she would judge me and leave, you know, because a lot of guys are coming in here, you know, they got a wife and kids at home and they're coming in because they're just like, I can't ask her to do this. It's, a problem, with, it's a problem with masculinity, that because I feel like yeah. I could say almost, even in that first relationship, I could, I'm confident enough to ask for whatever I want. But the, st- the stuff you're describing, I suppose the man's putting himself in a the feminine yes. a, a, a yeah. position. Yeah. And that's why you, a lot of men find they can't voice those desires. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly that. So, yeah. But it's interesting to see men from that point of view. But do you not think, sorry, we're going way off topic here. But it's, I know, I'm like, how am I going to get back to virginity? <laughs> it's, but it's important. Yes. It's, it, it, because it's an aspect of masculinity that is just, it's gone at the moment. The, what's called the, I'm not using these terms to mean men and women. The feminine traits and the masculine like traits. If you're yin, born a man, you're just like, you're not allowed yeah. any feminine traits. You get the piss yeah. taken out of you for, yeah. for the, the anything thing. out of a very Little. narrow range of yeah. desires you're allowed mm. to So have. I suppose if it's suppressed your whole life, you're going to go for an extreme expression of it by being bent over and spanked like yeah. you're, yeah. A, you're yeah, a little yeah, kid yeah. or something. You sort of get and it all also, out in one go. Yeah. Well, the kind of things that you should be able to, as you said, say to your partner if that's something that you're into, like within like within reason, reason yeah. like being spanked or something like that is something that like you would move on to, to doing. Yeah. yeah. Not, not first date stuff, not is it? First yeah, date, not first date. Not like with someone times. that you trust you that you're sharing your life with, you'd like to think that like, oh, can we try this sexual thing? The thing is with guys, though, it's like they never want to like just try and be like, oh, that was nice. They're like, that was nice. Let's do the next one. Let's go. Like every single guy, he would come and he's like, I need to take it farther now. And you're like, there's only so far you can take it before something rips. Yeah. Yeah. Before something breaks before there's like. That's the strap line to the website. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it's true. Like they're always like a little bit more, a little bit more. And it's like, Uh, you need to know when to stop. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't just suppress your sexuality either. Like with, with men who are going to do that, don't suppress that kind of yeah. stuff. Like, like experiment. It's it's fun to experiment. Obviously, when you first do it, it's like you're quite kind of. Well, I was very nervous and whatever. But then you lead on to experimenting and experiment with somebody you trust. Yeah, and then it can be quite fun. But that's why I love. Yeah. I'm not being that slushy about it. I enjoy, I enjoyed my single time when it came much later in my thirties. Yeah. First time I was ever single. First one night stand was in my thirties. Yeah. Um, but that's and then what, you're like my second through 100. Yeah. But it's so much better if you are watching this or listening to this and you are 16 or 17. It, it, it's better when you're in love. It just is. Yeah. Because is. not because you're in love in some fairy tale, but because it's just better sex. However, is, when you know second. somebody. <laughs> yeah, However, sometimes you can have some real amazing sex when you don't care about that person at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm just not saying. Not at 16, but, though. Not at 16. I wouldn't no. have thought. No, I would say in your 20s when your body is developed and your brain is developed and you're kind of like, oh, I understand what this is. I understand this isn't love. This is a person that seems to be a nice person. We have some kind of in-tune thing. And, you know, I mean, whatever. But like, there's some people. Your virginity experience. Oh, yeah. No, like do that with somebody that you can trust. But then after that, definitely have a bunch of sex. Because at some point you're going to be in a relationship and you're going to be like thinking about all the fun times you had when you were 20. Yeah. Well, that's what this is. Get what I, fell into. I don't know what it says yeah. about my child. I had happily married parents, but a, a dad who, who's hard to impress. Do you know what I mean? So it needed adoration, ended up mm. you know, doing yeah, stand up. Yeah, of course. But that's why, why I, I fell into serial monogamy. So I, so I went with this girl, who I'm calling Rosemary, for three years, split up, <laughs> and within a week was, I love you, with another girl who I was with for three years. <laughs> you sound like and my I, brother. And I went on in that pattern until yeah. I was 32, 33, and I was already doing this. Wow. So yeah. when I split up this, t- that final 
full time and I was able to get female attention for the first time in my life without having to beg or use every cell in the evolutionary chain before me because girls were just fascinated with me because I'm on stage. Yeah. It was actually I could sort of have a have a one night stand with easily, if you know what yeah. I mean. There was no yeah. effort. Because I wasn't yeah. willing to make the effort before I was too like I'm not doing making mug <laughs> of myself. So that was when I had my first experiences like that was in my freaking thirties. I mean, I think that that time in one's life is super important. Like I have friends who are coming out of their marriages kind of thing. And they're like, yeah. I haven't really, I have a good friend who like married, you know, like kind of like the guy that she met in college oh, and wow. they had a kid and whatever. And now they're getting divorced and she's like trying to figure out how to be single, like at 40, you know, two. And it's just like, I think it is a useful thing to have, like, it's good to have a hoe phase, yeah. you know, and to just be like, I'm going to go out there and figure out my body with other people's bodies because particularly because, and this is a thing that I would have liked to have known before I had sex was it, what do I want? Because yeah. especially as a woman, you are thinking, I don't know if it's the same for men, but like, I'm thinking about trying to be wanted. I'm thinking yeah. about myself as a sexual object. And I'm thinking about how to try to, to be a better object. How can I can be the best product on the yes. shelf possible and sell myself? And by the time you're there, you have no idea what you want until you go out and experience different things. And you go, oh, and so I don't know if our society is going to change anytime soon. But in, you know, until it does, you're going to go out and have to find out by experimenting with people what it is that you actually like, what you like in sex, what you like in a partner, you know, like whether that is the gender you thought you liked or whether it's more than that, you know, so many different things. Like, and it, I feel for my friends who have kind of done the sort of straight and narrow, you know, uh, for most of their lives and now they're sort of middle-aged and like, oh, I think I might actually like girls as well and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, get out there. Yeah. Do what you know what I mean? Like, let's that shit. No, but do, do you know what's changed in the last 10, 15 years? It's so if I could get in a time machine to myself at 17, I could make myself so de- my aspiring sociology students so depressed. Because yeah. what's happened is women aren't any less of an object. Women aren't any less trying to figure yeah. out how to make sexual In fact, it's worse yeah. on Instagram. What's yeah. changed is instead of women being lifted up, men have men gone, come I fancy a bit of that down there. Yeah. It's time for some body shaving, hair transplanting, yeah. insecurity. I'm coming yeah. to join you, my love. Yeah. So now, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. men, go to Ibiza. How can I be the best sexual object Peacocking. I can be? And Peacocking. it's so weird. No, wanting to be desired. Dude, one thing we were touching on was all the Instagram stuff like that and like the pressures of, of Instagram. Do you think like the way the world is now, people feel more pressured into having sex? Or do you think it's different to when we were growing up? It feels different. I don't know. I think you've already nailed it. People feel more pressured into presenting themselves as a sexual yeah. object. object and not the sex itself. I right. think you could never have the sex itself, but if it looks like you could with anyone you wanted, that's what you want. Yeah. Same with your finances. Yeah. Le- lease your car, yeah. rent your house, yeah. Yeah. borrow a Take dress, credit. stick it on Instagram. It's <laughs> yeah. fake. Everything's a, everything's yeah. a filter. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone's watching Euphoria where like apparent 16-year-olds play by 30-year-olds are like having orgies. I know. You know, or whatever. Okay, and you're Glenn, like, is that, that what's really happening? That, no. Don't, don't, yeah, but I was, I was literally like, is that what they do in America? Like, yeah, no, seriously? but I mean, I'm talking to all my other American friends who are my age. I'm like, is that what kids are doing now? <laughs> I had a, you talk about porn. I had a guy that I hooked up with say the thing. He's like, oh yeah. So he's like, did you like that? I was like, that was amazing. Are you talking about, I like giggled at the end, you know, that come when you're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he was like, yeah. okay, you know, and he's like, yeah, I learned all my moves from porn. And I was like, well, you watched the right movie, kid. Yeah. <laughs> you great. pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, sadly, we're coming to an end. That was, oh, that was a oh, lot, of, so that was much a lot fun. of fun. I'm not like finishing the climax of the show appropriately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd love a little roundup summary thought for the listeners. From yeah. This is for both of you. What do you both wish you'd known before you lost your virginities? I wish I'd known what I wanted in a partner, like what I was looking for, so that I focused on me being an equal, like, you know, participant in it. I wish that I'd known that, like, all kinds of bodies have sex and it's cool so that I wasn't in my head like worried about like do I look okay and then okay yeah. you know all of that stuff that kind of takes you out of actually being fully present and experiencing this thing you know yeah. with this person yeah. Russell what about you? Well I think I, not necessarily um, I was very lucky as I said my first experience was is what you want as a teenager it's like the idea I know I was actually a week off my 17th birthday I lost my virginity so what I would do I would f- go to my 15 year old self and say try and make those two years an, an easier ride pardon the pun again <laughs> in that it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. coming down the line enjoy these last two years still playing Dungeons and Dragons rolling dice fighting goblins oh, just yeah. en- enjoy it yeah. stop beating yourself up so much because when it happens you're going to have it, the better first experience than almost everyone I've met so that's what I'd like to say and, also- and I'd say that to some people that are, uh, that are virgins watching yeah. this is 
don't start beating yourself up because the, you might have an amazing experience around the yeah. corner and it will come when you are ready. Yeah, it came yeah. at 22 for you. Yeah. It will happen when, when you're ready. Don't stress yeah. about it. It yeah. will happen when And also, once you have it, you're not going to be able to think about anything else. No. So get, <laughs> roll your 20-sided die while you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you both. You are both amazing guests. I've had a really nice time. It's been really it's been fun. a pleasure entering, thank talking you so to much. you. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. Thank you both so much, Russell and Desiree, for joining us today on Taboo Talk and for being so frank and just ridiculously funny. This wasn't only hilarious, but also really helpful. And I know our listeners will be either feeling more ready to get it on or more confident in leaving it for a while and definitely more willing to cut themselves some slack. Very important. And to our listeners again, a reminder that if you have been affected by anything you've heard in this episode, please do reach out to your GP or visit the Boots Health Hub for support and sexual health advice. Eligibility criteria and charges do apply. Boots also stocks hundreds of sexual related products in store and online. Everything from condoms and lube to sex toys so you can look after yourself and your partner. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, review and help us to spread the word. Until next time, goodbye.